Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you on top? No, no, I don't uh, know. Yeah, that feels right. No, it's not about that. There you go. Yo, yo, yo ma, ma, baby boys and or girls, and welcome to another episode of Pillar to Post. I'm the rightful host, <laughs> there can only be one, uh, of the podcast, Richard Blanche, joining me, ever-dependent, ever-dependent yes. Blanche. Yes. Jabor, unfortunately, um, had to put on his, um, what are those, like, country firemen, those SES kind of volunteer for... He's had, he's had to go save babies and dogs it, yeah, in, in the floods. There's apparently flooding in Mango, in Mango Hill. Mango Hill. <laughs> Which Richard, the name Hill yeah. gets bandied about yes. <laughs> quite a lot nowadays. Um, <laughs> like geographic, it's not... It's hard it, to It's Lowlands, hill. right? It's renowned yeah. for being Lowlands Hill. Right? Yeah. So... I think that's how it works. I didn't pass geography, mate. He, uh, <laughs> yeah, a spur, a ridge. <laughs> um, the... Uh, He's not here tonight. So maybe um, maybe maybe Mango Hill has been isolated. Oh. Everything else is low lying and how the hill's mu- just rising from Jay the water. Love just being on his own little <laughs> island. He's, he's been talking about it for years. Maybe he bought and, and did like a flood map and he goes, If the water rises, <laughs> it'd it, be me, re, re and Sunny. Mate, he would he would be he would be the first person to take it to like Lord of the Flies, right? Yeah, he'd eat his own butt. Um, yet again. Speaking of eating their own butt. Hey, what, just after we kind of tried to pump them up, yeah. maybe for yeah. season twenty twenty four, the Melbourne Rebels are in a bit of trouble. Richard, explain yes. it to me. No, actually, explain it to my uncle Perry at home. Pretend he know, pretend he knows nothing. This is Uncle Perry. Oh, that's um, Perry Neham. Perry Neham. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> yeah, my uncle. Yeah, familiar. Okay. Yeah, I bet you're familiar with him. <laughs> it's the best part of me. So, um, the layman's version. Yeah. Um, so, best place to start from everything that I've sort of read and heard is that, um, you know, look, prior to COVID, right, when everything got fucking blown up, you know, uh, it all went to shit. COVID happened. We lost the previous format of Super Rugby. Uh, so, South Africa's gone. Um Haguaro, Sunwolves, etc., all gone. Uh, I love how you say Haguaro. Haguaro. You're going to say it's that right. <laughs> it's a Moet. <laughs> <laughs> Not Maui. And you're like, all right, mate. <laughs> you go, you go. So it all went to shit. And um, fun, basically the, the broadcast deal that was negotiated at the time, right, was significantly less than the previous one. So yes. uh, went to Stan, which had a free-to-air component, but... Significantly less pot, like pot to to fund uh, rugby in the country. Yeah. So, uh, as part of that, all the, the Super Rugby teams copped a reduction in funding. Yep. Now, at that point, the force wasn't there. There wasn't the there wasn't women's rugby in the same capacity. Um, and uh, if if you think about, um, you know the force coming back in as well as the rise of women's rugby, well, the pot got smaller, but costs increased. So yeah. the Super Rugby team's funding was each was reduced at about, I think, by about 1.7 mil a season. Yeah. So you think, like, over four years now since that happened, um, that's a lot of money that historically they've been getting, but they're now missing out of. But if you take the Super Rugby teams at face value, they have been told by... Rugby Australia that oh, at some point we will be reinstituting 
that 1.7. So the super rugby teams, most of them, um, have seemingly budgeted and signed players, paid wages, all on the sort of, I guess, proviso that, hey, at some point that funding will come back. Yeah. Rugby Australia have since said no. Funding is not going back to that level. And you need to, like, figure that out. How long ago did they say this? Not too long ago. Was it around the time when they were like... It may have been just after they realised that they shouldn't have fucking let Eddie Jones do whatever he wanted, give him, like, a million <laughs> bucks in fucking psychologists to... Um, uh, do not do, I'm not too sure what they did. No. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, no, it was kind of... It's they could use them now, I think. Yeah, right. There's a couple of players still <laughs> trembling in the showers. Going, what happened? Did yeah. we win? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and those, and those, and the, apparently, like, I, I saw something about the psychologists. So, um, basically, they skipped town, went on holiday, went, you know, the Swiss Alps. Once Australia had lost to... Um, you know how we were still mathematically a chance even after we lost to Wales? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just was super unlikely. Portugal, Portugal and a yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently a lot of the Wallabies players were like, you know, a week later, like, okay, well, I've got, I got something scheduled in with the psychologist. I'll, I'll, I'll go see them now. And they you know, couldn't find them and they did a bit of a ring around and the psychologists were on, they're on holiday. Oh, I thought, I thought we were done. You know, you guys aren't, you guys aren't done? Oh, <laughs> oh, so they went last time. Oh, we lost. lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lost to Wales. It's like okay. Well, this has been they, good. They probably got paid for the for the World, for the World Cup campaign. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, we, who, who, do, who do we? Yeah, one, uh, are we just put one more bill through. Then how does yeah, this they work? Got, they got the call and it's like, oh, is this about my final invoice? It's like, <laughs> no, no. You're still meant to be here. Oh, yeah. So um, in in like, and that's something that's been missing missing from this narrative. Is being a psychologist, right? I heard you heard that when Shane Warne went on, I'm a celebrity. Uh-huh. He had like a. He goes, "I'll give you two weeks. Here's my start date and end date. Pretend I'm voted out after two weeks. Whatever, <laughs> make it whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah, figure it out." And he goes, "I just need, I need to have a Siggy break, and that's I need, fair. and I need to have, but but what they did is they went, oh, um, Shane." Your mic pack is playing up. Can you please go to tech? And he'd be there, laying on bargains, going, oh, God. And then he goes, and, and I'll need my, um, part of one of my things is I just need my psychologist to come. Yeah. Yep. And so, and he'd have his, like, he'd do his diary and then he'd go and have his psych thing. And turns out he was pot in his psychologist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. Yeah. But I mean, he got his dart break. Yeah, yeah. Which, which should be like, is mandated, mandated still, isn't it? Mandated, mandated. <laughs> Better be. I never yeah. thought of that before. It is a bit of a mandate, isn't it? Mm. Having a dart, smoking on him. It should be. Yeah, it's a. It is a bit of a mandate. Having a having a dart, smoking some pole. Date is in bottle. Maybe date. Could be. Oy. Is it a long boat? Perry Neal. <laughs> so you were explaining to my Uncle Perry. Yeah, Uncle Perry. So where were we? Where were we, Pez? So that brings us to AOU officially went, yeah, you're not getting your one point. Yeah, rugby Australia's saying, yeah, look, and, and we're almost, we're treating it almost as a loan. Now, it's, yeah, the Brumbies have kicked up a stink. They're about a million bucks in debt, maybe a little <coughs> bit more. The Waratahs went early and said, yeah, here are the keys. Apparently, they're about fucking five to eight to who knows in debt. And the rebels are about nine in debt, if not ten. So the re- the the Reds 
so the Rebels the are one Israel Folau contract in debt. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Yeah. Pay out. <laughs> That's mean. a lot of money to pay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, so so the, the reason why the AAU, obviously... Rugby they, Australia, but yeah, yeah. Sorry. We rebranded, mate. Well, showing your age. It's only 20 years ago, mate. <laughs> Can't keep up with everything. The reason why they're not giving them... Money is that because they don't have any money. You should be financially viable. Well, and, the, like, and the, that the, yeah, that the, yes, that's the narrative now. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but, mate, but the reason why they're saying that is because we can't. Yeah, you stopped up. giving us the money you used to give us. Yeah, and you told us that it would come back. Yeah. So there's a little bit of you know you look at the Reds who have obviously yeah there's more at play there with the Reds, but they have obviously yeah, they have to have been a little bit more fiscally responsible than um, the other organisations, the other Super Rugby teams. I'm sure there's more to it as to why you know they're able to turn a profit and the others haven't with respect to government funding, foundations, Bally, what's happened with Ballymore. How dog shit was the stand deal? So I, remember it was like the whole, I remember the whole thing going, yeah, how good, we're not on like yeah. uh, on a subscription thing, Foxtel's yeah. gone, we're going to go to Channel 9. And then it's like, and little asterisk was like, their streaming service. And I was like, huh? Yeah, well, it's... it's like, that's... We wanted Channel 9, like the NRL, yeah. right? Well, this if is it's got to go yeah. free to air, but... Oh, man. But that, but free to air don't really want it. Yeah. Oh, no, no. This, this, yeah, is, yeah. this is a thing, like, you know, you, the, there's a lot. There's an idea out there that we should almost be paying to have it put on free to air because... Prime, prime time. Because we, we need exposure, but yeah, yeah. The, the game doesn't have the money to do that. Yeah. You know, you look at... um what's been going with a little bit with the A-League where they were producing a lot of their content to be broadcast and it was costing them like 12 mil a year to do that. They were paying for the production. Yeah, and, and it was costing them like 12 mil. And then Does anyone want this? Yeah, well, I think they had... They Fox had, Sports, I think. They had a deal with yeah. um, Paramount Plus. But like, would it, you know, for, t- for, the, for the smaller codes, uh, professional codes in Australia, this is, it's a real struggle. It's a real struggle. Um, exposure... Um, relative to uh, you know broadcast deal, yeah, you know so the pot the pot's smaller. The Super Rugby teams are spending on the proviso that uh, funding's going to return, and then there's also this narrative about our favourite thing, alignment. <laughs> you know, are, are Rugby Australia using this situation that they are a big architect of? Not the not the sole. Like the the Super Rugby teams have a bit of license here, yeah. Um, but, you know, are they using this situation to try and force, you know, that complete commercial um, takeover? Because originally the uh, Rebels... Yeah. The re- originally the Rebels are... Oh, yeah, that was mine. Yeah, they were, they were, they were on board. And then on I think, board for RA to, to, to yeah, help to run hand it? Yeah, the keys over. Yep. Um, and then I think it's hard to tell whether, you know, Rugby Australia took a look under the hood and went, fuck me. Let's just let them. It's, it's all going to happen anyway in yeah. a year or so. But it, but it, it, it or, or like we don't want to take that on. Well, all that debt, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, but how, what could they expect when you take away that sort of funding? Yeah, yeah. You know, and you and there's this expectation around. Well, we need to be competitive with the the Kiwi teams. Yeah. Well, how can they be competitive with the Kiwi teams off reduced funding by like you know? The, I think their typical funding arrangement was like five point five mil a year or something, and then you take one point seven from that. That's a big fucking chunk. Yeah, yeah. And then paying, paying, you know, paying women's players a better, a better rate. Yeah, yeah. Um, or anything at all. Mm. Um, that, you know. that also would have been on the proviso of all well, this AOU funding. Sorry, RA. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. 
I'm going to say RNA showgrounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next, you will next time. But um, so it, it's it, it's a bit rich the way the the narrative's been put around that um, you know, oh the rebels, uh, fucking, you know, how uh, fiscally irresponsible for them to allow themselves into to oh. get into this situation. The Brumbies are like. Yeah, no, mate. Like, and if you look at, if you think about that, one point seven a year, mate. The Brumbies are doing well to only be a million debt. Yeah, you know. So it, it, and it's amazing that the Reds have been able to turn a profit with increasing costs and less funding and less people watching or going to games. Seems, yeah. So, especially how bad it was for them, early twenty tens. I, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's, mate. It's, yeah. it's not a simple thing, and the the narrative at the moment around. You know, it's all the rebels' fault, and let's just fuck them off because, well, Melbourne's not a real rugby city anyway. Dragons, all yeah. that advertising for the burn city stuff, <laughs> all those burn, extra burn jerseys, yeah, yeah. burn city. It's like, yeah, this, oh, this, this is a lot of t-shirts you this, guys are making. This is not a good advertising. <laughs> burn so and it's, money. It's, it's a bit, so, yeah, it's a bit uh, of a shit of a time. Ad, administrators come in. Yeah, voluntary administration uh, sounds like PwC. Yeah, you've been yeah. appointed. Um, Gee, they love that kind of work, right? Well, it's 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 a big part of what they do, does. And they, it's, it's, it's who, who do they build? Uh, the yeah, the rebels. Oh. The quotation mark. Yeah. Guys, you so, are, you guys are in debt twelve mil. It's like, huh? It was nine. So I, th- I think yeah, I think, well, I think salaries and their fees get paid first, and then I think they yeah they figure out payment plans for creditors. Gotcha. Um, and any. Yeah, it, they, they they just basically run it until there's a pathway to or not. Yeah, you know, there's a, there's either a pathway to getting it going again or there's not. Now I think Rugby Australia have stepped in and they're going to pay um, staff what for this year by the sound of it. But sounds like there's no guarantees um, around whether before. yeah around w- 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 whether the rebels will be there in 2025. Yeah, like we need a Twiggy or yeah, and, or yeah, Kerry Packer kind of a guy to stand yeah. it. Well, well, this is the thing. Like it's yeah, wages go up, costs go up, yeah. income comes down, and um, I just don't understand. So Rugby Australia have gone out and gotten that credit line with um, whichever fucking capital group um, to the tune of eighty odd mil. They already had like a forty million dollar one with Aaron um, Williams. It's <laughs> <laughs> a, a lot of dries about it. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. Three. Three. <laughs> That's yeah. how expensive. <laughs> 12 grand. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, uh, so <coughs> the, they've got this credit line. I would have thought that... Yeah, and they've said when they got the credit... Yeah, they said when they got the credit line that, okay, well, this will be for, you know, funding the game, at, you know, or increasing grassroots, you know. Yeah, not exp- much yeah. mention of grassroots, right? Well, there was... I, did, I did hear him say that, yeah. that Victoria, uh, Rugby Victoria will be fine. Yeah, well, they've handed the keys back to Rugby Show pretty yep. much. Oh, um, yeah. So, but you, that that credit line was for you know to grow grassroots amongst other. But seriously, like, if you don't have a professional footprint in Victoria and in Melbourne, like the second largest city in Australia, but apparently soon to be the largest. Oh, well, rumours. Well, I don't what think it's a, I don't think it's a rumour. Have you heard? <laughs> what do you know? What's happening? <laughs> uh, there's a lot of people going to Melbourne. Ah, are they all turning back from? Noosa. Yeah, yeah. Expensive <laughs> up here now. Yeah, property here. Too ridiculous. much Carl Stefanovic and Michael Clark <laughs> fighting in the <laughs> fighting in the no, parks. That's, that's, that's box office, mate. That is. Pop <laughs> Fuck off, Carlos. Who's Pip Edwards dating now? You're like, who cares? <laughs> why do I know that? Yeah, I don't. Why do you know that? Sorry. Anyway, so um, yeah, I I can't see how. Uh, look, 
going back to four teams, I don't think we'll, it'll be a sugar hit in terms of performance. Um, you know, we need to have, in my view, we, we need to find a way to have a professional program in Melbourne. You know, the Rebels are finally starting to, you know, generate a, a squad that could predominantly made up, be made up of homegrown uh, players. Yeah. Like, I, I made the point to someone else or, or on Instagram or something. Like, Probably by two Jay. Th- you guys chat a lot. Yeah. About yeah, rugby. Too, too much. Not about him showing up. No. Well, I need to talk to him more about that, apparently. Um, well, that scares him off. Yeah, true. True. He does his commitment. Commitment issues. Right. <laughs> He's committed to that haircut, though. <laughs> well, I don't he calls that, it a haircut. I don't think that, mate. I don't think there's much commitment needed there, mate. No, that's that's him trying. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so, like, they, realistically, they're a chance of by 2027 having the majority, like over 50 percent of their playing roster, being from um, Victoria. Yeah, playing for Melbourne Uni because there's be no rebels. <laughs> there'll be no rebels. Yeah. <laughs> but geez, that'll be good. What are the ones with the 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 clown or the jester thing? Oh, the Harlequins. Harlequins. Yeah, yep, yep. So that's all I know. <laughs> so that's right, a Melbourne rugby. But as, a, as an expansion, as an expansion team, which takes fucking years and years. Yeah, yeah. Like you look at you look at the way the NRL has funded the Storm early on, and then also the way AFL's funded, you know, GWS and the Gold Coast Suns. Like they they pump money into these expansion teams because they know that it takes fucking. And if you decades. let them fail. That's that's an Correct. even bigger fail than just one team fail. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And you can argue that yeah, we means we, the game has to go, take a step back. Correct. And yeah. and you look at the force, like you know they were on the right trajectory in terms of you know local players and whatnot, and then the force went out, and now they're they're behind the eight ball relative yeah. to Melbourne in terms of homegrown players. Yeah. And when you're finally getting that pathway working, uh, to lose it will just be fucking tragic. And you know, it's the, it, the, this, this mismanagement in terms of that. Like, you, you'd say, okay, well, we rushed it with the force and the rebels, maybe. Um, but fuck me, to go backwards again. Yeah, yeah. So the, the question's being asked again, well, you know, with Super Rugby not being, like, profitable and the Wallabies, like, the whole, the whole, the whole deal with Super Rugby right is that it makes the Wallabies better. It should. Mm. You know, people asking questions, well, fuck, again, they're asking, why do we need Super Rugby? And, you know, when it pretty much runs at a loss all yeah. year, it's a reasonable question to ask. But, like we've always spoke about, I don't see high-performance outcomes going improving without our participation in Super Rugby. I don't see we'd, where we'd get the money to fund something in its place. But, Darcy, oh, oh. going off last week, uh, yep. you know, where we talked about what, what's, what's, how, do, how do we solve... How do we? What? what how do Alignment. we frame it? Oh. Alignment. Yep. Yep. How do we? How do we get a sustainable domestic competition going in Australia that sits underneath Super Rugby, or could eventually replace it? Do you want to talk about it? Wait. Did, did we have? I'm an asking. For, I'm asking for permission here, mate. I've got an idea. Oh. I've, got an, I've got an idea. I've got an idea. I was going to ring a, um, a Blue Boars legend. And Black Dog Legend. Yeah. Okay. Well, do we want to talk to him? For, do we want to talk to him first, and then and then we'll come back to yeah, this? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Okay. So, geez, geez, we've been teasing. We've been teasing that. We teased oh, it last week. We geez. just teased it there. Everyone's waiting. Uh, aren't they just <laughs> right? <laughs> What's that dickhead chip's got going to say this time? I was you going. What? I was like, my eyes were like, what? Are you talking? <laughs> Didn't we talk about this? I'm like, huh? 
I was glazing over. Yeah, I know. Um, I just need a bit more engagement from you. I know. I'm trying to. Like yeah, I need you to. I need you to actually say to me, Darcy. Yes, I want to hear you talk. Not, but I don't want to say that. But uh, it's up. You're backing me into a really dank corner of yeah. the garage. It's really bad. <laughs> the dead uh, So, uh, and next, our second ever caller in is because well, we don't have a third guy. Yeah, I get Lanchy, microphones. You actually got a headphones. Sorry, got I was going. Yeah, I've got. I've We're going to ring. Um, Former black dog, former Brizzy, Brizzy Grammar legend, and current Narrabri Blue Boys. Did you say Brizzy Grammar legend? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll hate that. It's BBC, mate. <laughs> he reminds me of a grammar guy, right? Yeah, right. There's a bit of salt there. Because he's that bad at footy. You think he went to grammar. Um, Better than Luke uh, Morgan Jones, right? white Tiranui. <laughs> You're white Morpheus, too. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's give him a call and see what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So can I. Hello, mate. Morgan Jones, welcome to Pillar to Post. You're here with me and Blanche. Jaybor ah. has been flooded in allegedly. <laughs> How you going, mate? Good. How are you, boys? G'day, Cobber. <laughs> I, 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 I say that because um, mate, you're uh, you're rural these days, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> talk talk to us talk to us about Narrabri, mate. The blue Dude, balls. Narrabri, it's going off. No, the Blue Boys. Um, well, pretty successful team, really. Okay. We've got our... Let me help you, Morgs. Big year for the club, well, apparently. Well, let me... Yeah, yes. It's our 60th <laughs> year this year. The big 60. Um, yeah, 6-0. The big 60, yes. So, um, no, it's, it's good. It's, yeah, it's going to be a good one. So, we've got uh, the girls won the premiership last year, so they're looking to go back-to-back. Yep. Um, most of the same girls are hanging around too, so that'll be good. Um, and then the blokes, we won in 2022 when I came back to town, just uh-huh. saying. And, just um, how did that work? <laughs> how did that sneak in? It's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Just the touch. I don't know. Nine grand finals are right. So what, so, I say? <laughs> so what position were you playing again? Was it was it a uh, uh, wing? Wing? No, no. No, no. In the 10, directing the ship. Oh, okay. And, yes. and, and was that? Uh, did, did you put yourself there? <laughs> the pe- the, I tried the, the, everything. The, I tried every. Yeah. The the people put you there, basically, mate. Yeah, what's the, um? The people. Put what's uh? What's bush footy like compared to city footy that you were playing with the black dogs previously? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you call so, that city uh, footy? I mean, Let, hold black, on, let's be clear. Black dog. <laughs> Big smoke footy. Black dogs <laughs> is a different breed of footy. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, bush bush footy's awesome. It's uh, it's very physical. I'd say it's like because a lot of the guys have kind of played, you know, a lot of premier grade rugby, shield rugby from Brisbane and Sydney, and then you know a lot of farmers move back out to Moree, Tamworth, Narrabri, etc. Um, so a lot of guys that couldn't quite, you know, they obviously couldn't see high honours there, so they've come back here to um to to play a bit of bush footy back home. But um, it's very um, it's a high level of of footy and very. You've got a, a, lot, a lot of mix. You've got like old dudes like, you know, myself, 36, still playing with up-and-comers like, no, you know, 19-year-olds no. really trying to <laughs> trying to thrash it. So, um, yeah, it's, it's good fun. There's a good skill level there. And, um, and yeah, it, it's it, hard footy. And it, yeah. seem, it seems to me there's some good young talent coming through. You've got the Fowler brothers who um, won with the yep. Tars, won with the Rebels. Is that correct? That's correct. That's yeah. correct. Yeah, and we've got another kid coming from Narrabri, um, Morgan Jones. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, do you reckon the Rebels will pick me up? I don't know. <laughs> I'm cheap. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. I will pay ooh, to play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 500 bucks. Yeah. What's the... Uh, yeah. mate, what are the handshakes like at the start or end of the game? Because I always used to hate having to shake country blokes' hands. Because they, 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 they nah, give you that pretty... real fucking... And you're like, okay, mate. Especially you. You would have had yeah. such dainty hands. You know what I mean? Come from big smoke. <laughs> out country. Yeah. Yeah, and my blonde hair really sticks out. So oh. I get a lot of uh, a lot of eyeballs still from the Samoans there. Actually, Morgs, Morg, you love this, mate. Um, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give the game away right now, rather than um, let you listen to the potty and get upset about it. So, Das introduced yeah. you as uh, uh, former Black Dog and Brisbane Grammar Legend. Oh, fuck me, Dad. I just assumed because you're that bad at footy, you must have went to Grammar. You know what I mean? <laughs> I thought you'd like that. <laughs> oh, disgusting! Yeah, no, uh, what's uh, no, the handshakes? It's all pretty, uh, pretty serious when you get out there, and then um, it's really good after every home game. Much, I don't know. I didn't, it's kind of different out here because everyone's got to travel for their away games, and it's not just forty minutes down the road or twenty minutes down no. the road. It's, it's you know, it's a good hour, two hours. Sometimes we travel to Scone, which is our furthest game, which is four hours. So that's like um, every clubhouse three beers each. Wait, four yeah, hours, yeah, uh, twenty-three, good, twenty-four. Good bus trips, but yeah. everyone, because everyone's travelling, the clubhouses will do a good, um, really good presentation after after the first grade game. So, um, the club captains tell jokes and name the players of the games for everyone, and then um, everyone will stick around and have a few beers, and the teams, um, you know, interact that way because a lot of guys will know each other, yep. mainly from playing each other for so long, but also you know school ties and former former teams too. So they're. Um, yeah, generally the after game functions at, at the at the clubhouse is always pretty good. No, um, that, that's interesting because I know it's um, that used to be a bit more a bit more of a um, a thing in uh, a premier grade level, right? Like it used to be. Yeah. I know it's still a lot of clubs still do it, but it's not doesn't have quite the same uh, formality yeah. and seriousness. No, about no one gets into their ones. Yes, you know I mean your button ups and your ties yeah. and your. Your chinos. Yeah, no, we uh, everyone's got to be in their in their club shirts and ties and oh, looking the part. That's good stuff. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. Such a this country look. And then they put their, their cap on too. Like they're wearing <laughs> the, the jeans, the shirt, the tie, and they put their the their, their old the ringers western yeah, cap on. Oh, with the cap yeah. with, the, with the uh with the bull. The big clip. Yeah, thing. and their big buckle bunny belt yeah, on there. Yeah, the yeah, buckle. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> hey, what's the where you go? You know, you go. No, I was going to say with Crocs launching, I'll see. I'm imagining we're going to see a lot of club shirts, club ties, jeans, and Crocs this year. Yeah, good, good. Now that's a vibe. Now, mate, I think you were going yeah. to say before there's some other. There's another young blood um, coming yeah. through at the moment, and I, I'm pretty did, sure who did I Harvey. Know. Yes, mate, can play, can play. Did Harvey, he's a jet. Yeah, I think he's in the at the sound of Tars at the moment. I believe. Yep. Yep. Um, Taught him Yes, yes, yeah. Well, no, that, everything, everything I know. <laughs> I watched him um, play for, I think it was the New South Wales under-18s, the second team against um, mm. the Queensland boys last year uh, down in Sydney. Watched that. Uh, Jay, I think I... Sh- sorry, um, Darcy, oh. I think oh, I... I break. I think I watched that on uh, rugby.com.au. I know you and Jay are always very Facebook? interested. <laughs> Might have <laughs> even been <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> I watched it on YouTube. Like, huh? What a fucking loser. Yeah. But, mate, he, look, he looks no. like a super talented fullback. He, he's very good. And, like, you know, to come through... Like, he went to school out here. He's come through, like, the hard way, basically. Mm. And so to get recognised that way, um, he's really good. And... Um, his sister Martha Harvey already plays in the Waratah women's oh. team already. So there, I um, and his little cousin Bernie, uh, who I go to gym with out here, he's signed with the Wild Fly, Wild Fowl 
what do you call it? Wildfires in oh, Newcastle yeah, there for the yeah, upcoming yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, shoot shields. So, mate, ha- so that's, ha- that's yeah. what Have they got a bar in Narrabri called The Gym? It's crazy. <laughs> I you went to the gym with him. <laughs> what were you doing, cleaning or something? Fuck, you're really, pr- you're really proud of that one. What did you do? You're like, oh, where am I? Did you have that one saved up? No. For oh, fuck just no, I, I, I use it on myself. Like, I, can, I, can feel the ta- I can feel the table bumping. Yeah, just like, <laughs> it's getting fuck. really excited. <laughs> mate, so, so that's interesting. So, mate, you've got, so you've got some talented, like, in terms of, like, the pathway stuff, there's always a lot of noise made about how fucking rug, Rugby Australia or the Tars, the Tars cop a really bad rap um, for not picking up or not identifying talent. So a little bit of what you're yeah. telling me is, um, mate, they do have a, they do have eyes on Narrabri. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that would assume, I would assume so, kind of speaking from how Martha and Sid have got to their, um, mm. got to their places there. Um, and, I mean, even... You know, Willow McDonald's out here, uh, playing out here before you obviously end up at um, Sydney Uni and then obviously with the Tars too. So um, plenty of um, plenty of talent out here. Yeah. Um, and, and some so, are yeah, finding the pathway. Recognized. Yes, that's right. And that's good, that's good. Mm. So, so when does the season kick off for the Blue Boys, mate? So we and talk to us about your big, your big do. <laughs> so uh, I think we pre-season starts this week and then we uh, go round one. Uh, the weekend after Easter, I think it is. Yep. You start training and, around Easter. Um, yeah, I might just <laughs> duck my head in and make sure it's all good. Yeah, yeah, no. That's just like at the gym. That's where the cones go. <laughs> oh, yeah, you guys work it out. Cool. All right. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, as I said, it's our 60th year, so it'll be a big one. We're planning a um, a big long lunch um, the day after our home game against Moree. So, Narrabri Moree is the biggest That's you know, derby match right? around. That's the um, yeah. It's always very close, and they've had a lot of competition in all the years. So um, that'll be a big home game, followed by we've got the um, yeah the 60th long 60th year long lunch on the Sunday. So that's at the clubhouse. We're doing a big long table down the middle of the field, I believe. No, not I'm getting no, not down on the field. Anyway, it's at the clubhouse. Yeah, um, and, and, and I'm sure we'll call Ange next time, and she'll give us a yeah, bit more yeah. detail. Yeah, Mate, so, it's going to be um, good. Um, so, when when do you when do you, when will you be able to share uh, something about that? Because I'm sure we'd love to fucking um, promote it on the potty. Yeah. See if we can get some punters. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Uh, sorry, you go. I, I think they're we're just working out. Um, they're just putting the t- t- details together at the moment. As yeah, soon as we nice. have a bit of a flyer, we'll get it to the Pillar to Post, post podcast, boys, and we'll get yeah. everyone out here. Yeah. Pillar to Post. Because uh, the, the Brisbane to Narrabri trip is um, one of uh, <laughs> one of my favourite trips these days. I mean, one of, one of the few, yeah, each time we've got a bus to on do a it. heater. Yeah. Yes. I don't think J-Boy enjoys it like he used to. No, J-Boy's not as fun. I heard Blanche enjoyed it like he used to. Except when Keith is driving. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's mm, yeah. No, which we, no, that's try- going to be good. We've got um, yeah, like raising. So obviously, the the kind of thing behind it is we're celebrating six years, but also mm. we've got all the DA approval and plans in place to do a new clubhouse. So Fantastic. it's going to be a big fundraising event too. Mm. Brilliant. Okay. Well, look, we'll so, have to we'll have to yeah. um, we'll have to get some more detail about that, mate. And um, I can't promise yeah. I'll put any money in, but I'm sure we can find some people who do want to that's put right. some money and, into And a bit of a plug city. for the tourist hotel. Everyone's to- welcome to stay at my pub. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that's so, that's so that, took, yeah, that took longer than I thought it was. <laughs> so we come in an hour, right? We look at the glorious yeah. tourists. We walk in the doors. What do you recommend we eat in there, mate? What's good? What's popping? We've got a beautiful 450 gram ribeye at the moment. Oh, 
uh, it's Nick's exceptional. Weather? How good. What type of yeah, sauce? No, what what type of sauce do we put on it? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think you've got a. Uh, we've got a nice garlic butter, yeah. or a nice yeah. chimichurri, um, mate. Everything. Okay. Okay. Mm. I, um, yeah, okay. And then okay. obviously you can't go past the chicken strips or two. It's uh, it's it's a favourite here. We had our end of year. We did our stats. Now chicken stitchel sold by far the most meals, and I think it doubled or tripled anything else sold in the whole venue. So uh, there's one thing people in Narrow like: it's chicken strips and yeah. Great Northerns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's making my gout tingle, mate. So oh. we, we better stop, we better <laughs> yeah. stop there um, before I get too excited. Love it more. Well, we'll yeah. uh, make. Good, good luck for the season coming up. Not too much time Thank in the you. gym, otherwise you get that os- osmosis. What's the some, some well gout? Oh gout, <laughs> right? Those hammies they don't stretch from the age of thirty onwards. Yeah, so yeah. You know what you're doing. No, though, we'll, right? uh, I'll have to check in mid-season, let you know yeah. how we're going, and hopefully you guys can all come out for a, uh, a home game, maybe even over the lunch. Done. We'll hold you to that, mate. I want that ribeye. <laughs> Excellent. All right, Logs. Good all to right, talk, Morgs. mate. Cheers, mate. See you, boys. Thank Good time. Bye. What a grammar fuck we are. <laughs> I knew it. He is going to fucking... Ryan. He is going to fucking hate you for that for a long, more. long time. More. 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 Yep. Yep. <sighs> well, that sounds like things are going pretty well in the bush. Bush footy, right? Yeah. Imagine playing against those... Imagine being the new... Imagine that first year for Morgs. Yeah. City slicker. <laughs> he, he bleaches his tips. We all know, right? <laughs> I'm a bit of a 10 myself. Yeah. It's like, well, you're more of a flat four. Um, <laughs> comes in, these country glaciers want to belt him. They go, oh, yeah. And, then, oh, and he goes, P.S., I'm running the pub. And they go, oh, actually, <laughs> he's okay. Hey, you're all right. You're all right. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do. You can play 10. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, you want to be captain? You, you can be captain. captain. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh thanks, boy. You're the real nice. Yeah, yeah. Free beers. Country Sweet. hospitality. Big time. That's what's yeah. going on in Narrabri. Yep. So, uh, look. And I, what I really like hearing there is that actually, mate, like, you know, new, the, the Tars actually, they are looking, they are looking at these blokes, these talented, you know, young men and women um, yeah. who are playing bush footy. Um, yeah, they're going to miss some, but they are, they are identifying some and they are doing what they can to get them into the pathway. So, yeah. love hearing that. Now, Darcy. Uh. Uh, tell me more, Richard. Yeah, there it is. How, okay. how do we... How do we do a sustainable third tier, Right. So, you know, uh, is that have you had to adjust it because we don't have a sustainable second, second tier? tier? Yeah. <laughs> well, so this is <laughs> it's a part, part, part of the thinking with this is that if it goes well enough, oh, yeah, you know, it is something that could replace the second tier gotcha. in time. Yeah, yeah, but it will take a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but right now, right now, the idea for the third tier is that um, you know the existing clubs in like Hospital Cup, Shoot Shield. And, um, you know, the... Fuck, what's the uh, Canberra comp called? Can't even remember. Um, the John, 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 John Dent. Yeah, the John Dent. John uh, Dent. Cup, yep. And then, you know, obviously um, be a bit more difficult for teams from the Melbourne and Perth comps to be able to compete at this point, but some of them won't be too far off. Yep. Now, the idea is that I think, and we're still yet to get proper any detail, like any proper detail about this, but the idea is that they will, you know, select teams from those comps will form the third tier. Yep. Well, right now there's fucking barely any club set up to, you know, sustainably um, pay to play in something like that. And yeah, I, I, what we're seeing is Rugby Australia pretty, probably doesn't have the money to fund something like yeah. that or, like, sustainably fund their participation. So, you know, before we start really going, OK, how the fuck do we get out of Super Rugby? Well, 
Into we, what? We need to build a <coughs> yeah. sustainable third tier. Like, get now. out of it, but into what? Yeah, correct. So the I, the let let's look at what you know, rugby clubs you know in Australia, particularly on the eastern seaboard, you know, have compared to other sporting organisations. I mean, you know, the reason the AFL and the NRL are what they are now is well, pokies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and let, let's call it what it was. Yeah, it is like it's fucking. It's not good. Pokies are not a good thing. We cannot go down that path now. Rugby cannot go down that oh, path. Oh, I was like, oh, I was going to go, I'm with you on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 of course, yeah, of course. We're going to slap our way to the top. Ethical. Yes. They're not good to us. Sports betting ads. They're also <laughs> constantly not, not great. How can they make? Anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a whole other episode. So, look, we can't go down the pokies path, nor should we. Hospitality, mate, there's not enough in it. Um, you know, you look at how many pubs don't really make money unless they got pokies. I mean, staff costs and whatnot make it really difficult for um, the hospitality element to, to fund a club. Yep. So, no, not that. A lot of rugby clubs on the Eastern Seaboard in particular have, because they're such old clubs, um, they have really good real estate. Okay. Really good real estate. Like, and oh, I, think yeah. we, I think we lean into that. We can go up. We can go up. We can go up. No, but like oh. simplest, like you look, look, and you know, we've got. Obviously, we're a little bit biased, but you look at what West has been able to do in terms of creating, you know, a facility that has commercial revenue. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've got commercial tenants, which is what Brothers are aiming yep. to do in the near future. Yep, yep. I think they've said no to the um, the free accommodation that um, yeah yeah they said no they said no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 they went no we don't yeah. want a free club <laughs> they they went thanks but no thanks yeah so, so then they went oh, I guess I'll have to start the original plan again yeah so what 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 I think the rugby Australia should be doing to try and sustainably create a competition like the third the third tier competition is use <coughs> Wes as a bit of a blueprint to go okay well Let's let's get partnerships with you know national sort of agencies, planners, builders. I mean, you look at Build Corp yeah, with yeah. its presence in rugby. You see someone like CBRE Colliers, you know, has offices in pretty much every major city and general area. So you want to be involved with Colliers? <laughs> Not me. Not you. That's why I left. Oh, nice. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but then you so in turn. Yeah, the, you left. <laughs> <laughs> It, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was, we both uh, agreed that yeah, uh, it was appropriate that I left. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pull my pants up and I'll uh, <laughs> redo my belt buckle. So <laughs> you, you partner up with uh, in the relevant yeah, yeah. areas, and then you, Rugby Australia would like you know just get a get a team together of like you know um, three or four you know, professionals in that space, and yeah. say what we need to do is we need to identify clubs around Australia that have, you know, this potential for either greater density or greater commercial, yeah. you know, tenants or whatever it is, aged care, student accommodation, built to rent. Like, yeah. there's, there's so many have different Have you seen ways. what um, I did, Tarragindi Bowls Club? Yeah. Which was sitting in, like, this little, like, oh, it's giant. They had, like, four or five greens, and they went, no one's playing bowls, but we own the club. And they went, let's build, they, they built a car park underneath, bowling club on top. You, yep. Aged care units, aged care yep. units, Mate. and a clubhouse, and that, just that's that's, that's that's the only way it's sustainable for them. That's the scheme, and and yeah. like with something like aged care, from what I understand, a lot of the time you'll be able to buy that back in like a twenty or thirty yeah, year timeline. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, the, the, the asset ownership oh, the, will pass back oh, to yeah, gotcha. the sporting entity. I'm pretty uh, sure Indrapilly Golf Club's done something similar, gotcha. some sort of similar deal. But, yep. you know, that to me, to me, that is how you get a sustainable base. If you can get to a point where you've got like one and a half mil a year coming from um, commercial tenants, residential tenants, yep. whatever it is, well, that's your base to make it sustainable because that's enough to pay 30-odd players and staff, yep. um, you know, 40, 50 to 60K a year. Enough for them to subsidise, you know, having a part-time job, or if you're a young, if you're a young, you know, young bloke, well, that's enough to, you know, live. Yeah. If you know you're living within your means, otherwise. So, yep. and and you know, yes, why does rugby Australia need to be involved? Well, like you look at the debt cycle in terms of, you know, you obviously can't pull a heap of money out of these things until like you know, well over sort of the ten-year mark, right? Yep. That's the point in the debt cycle when. You know, you might actually have a bit of cash to, to, you know, instead of just paying back the debt. So, you know, it, that's the timeline for this sort of thing to, to work, right? It's, you know, you're looking at it going, okay, we're going to do like, you know, Rugby Australia is going to aim to get one or two of these out of the ground a year for 10 years. Yeah. And you do it so that, you know, you've got two, identify two clubs in Perth, two clubs in Melbourne, you know, so you can get that crosstown rivalry. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, the NRL thrives off. Yep. Uh, for, or AFL thrives off, for example. And you just figure out which clubs in Brisbane and um, Sydney have, you know, the right sort of redevelopment potential to, yep. to get that revenue. Now, and, you know, Rugby Australia doesn't necessarily have to guarantee, um, you know, the performance of um, these clubs in terms of meeting their debt, you know, yeah, meeting yeah. The, the debt payments. But <coughs> they can guarantee a portion... Yep. You know, particularly they've got, you know, if they've got this credit, you know, and, and this is where, like, this may be attractive to some private equity group. You know, okay, come, come in on if there's this. There's a percentage return. It's just it's simple math for them. That's yeah. it. Come in on and this, and we're not asking They want to care about the rugby. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> yep. but they, but you, they, you want them to take it out of it and just go, this is something that, yeah. And this, this is something like, yeah, you, and sponsorship. you will, we'll guarantee you a bit of revenue, but you have to front a little bit of cash early on to help us get this, you know, off the ground. And, you know, you use the inherent um, positives of, you know, the rugby clubs. They're in good inner city locations. Yeah, a yeah. lot of them. Yeah, you know, so and then that's where that's where I think you find a sustainable third tier. And it's going to take twenty years before really all of them are out of that sort of debt cycle, and have that one to two mil a year. Yeah, that they can spend on staff and back a house and players and back a house. So. Mate, and that, 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 to me, makes more sense than, okay, Rugby Australia, okay, let's just fly, you know, all these clubs around Australia, mate, at some point at the end of the club seasons here. Like, that can, that can form the nucleus of, eventually, a new national club club, similar to the NRL, where it's pay, it's pay to play, but it's got to be sustainable. You've got to demonstrate yeah. that we've got one to two mil a year from our commercial, like, locked-in long-term leases, and we've got, you know, maybe two to three mil a year in sponsorship. In twenty years' time, yeah, you know, so there, there's there's your there's your I think sustainable way to build a third tier, and if that kicks off, and it goes well, and they get you know they get engagement in their areas, well, then you, then their budgets will grow, and hopefully you've got a better TV product that yeah. Rugby Australia can then start distributing funds to those clubs, so it snowballs, but they will always have an underlying base of income. Yeah, yeah. So to me, that's the the safest way to build a sustainable third-tier comp. Yeah, and it, and it, it's, it should not be unachievable. If which, which would support 
grassroots because the RA would not have to support grassroots because no, they and, could support themselves. Correct, and they don't. They don't really support them currently, right? Like you, yeah. you hear talk about like when they pulled <laughs> when, when they pulled the rug out of you know club funding years ago that a lot of clubs had to fucking figure out how to make themselves yeah. sustainable in the way they hadn't before. Because for a while it was like 45, 50 grand. Yeah, yeah, good money. And then they went, no, nah. like we oh, can't do that anymore. Okay. And thought, oh, and unfortunately they had to take it out of yeah. the players. And so, some, yeah, some clubs adapted to that. Yeah. Some clubs haven't. Had to figure it out, yeah. Um, and Which clubs? Because, geez, it's expensive <laughs> paying for subs. <laughs> well, I, I know for, like, you know, at, at some point, Wes, as an example, will be in a very good financial position with, you know, they're, they're not immune to, you know, interest rate environment yeah, at the yeah. moment. So there's not really much money to go around at the club. And a lot of clubs are in that situation because of rising costs, but they don't have that long-term. Like, West will have that long-term underlying, yeah, you know, always commercial income yep. um, that will set it up into perpetuity. Other clubs can do that. You just need, you know, a sort of a national approach. Like, look at someone like Phil War, who's got the, you know, the banking background. Like, in his position and with his background, you're telling me that he, you couldn't set up something that basically, you know... Somewhat guarant- it guarantees a portion of income. Like it could be that <coughs> at one point they're guaranteeing guaranteeing ten mil a year. Well, fuck me. With when it costs twelve, thirteen mil to run a, um, you know, one Super Rugby team, guaranteeing and not actually having to, you know, because the income will will cover the debt in most circumstances. But in you know extenuous sort of interest rate, like you know, unnormal interest rate environments or unanticipated. Well, Rugby Australia may have to pay a portion of it. And if, you know, if you're doing 10 clubs over 10 years, well, and you're saying, well, we'll guarantee a mill of that, yeah, you're not going to be all of that. You're not going to be spending all of that yeah, on yeah. So it's probably, you know, it's, it's a little bit... My, my explanation's a little bit simplistic, but... Yeah, but... Saying that. <laughs> but it's, mate, it's achievable. And it's, yeah. so, it's, some, it's something that, you know, should be looked into as a matter of urgency rather than just rushing a national comp that um, we can't really afford. And the clubs can't afford just yet. It sucks that Jeeps just did that awesome upgrade of their clubhouse. <laughs> Ryan? Well, it, looks, it looks okay. I mean, it's oh, not It's not. Oh, West. Oh, it's oh, not Blanche, West. Blanche, Blanche. You said it, buddy. Yeah. It looks okay. okay. It's not West, but... No, it ain't West. No, that's, you know... They're like, we don't want to look anything like West. And okay, like, well, good luck with Congratulations. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> it's like, oh, why would you spend that much yeah. What, do you, what, do you, what do you think, Dust? Mate, am I on the right track there? To me, that to what me, that's a no-brainer. At, at worst, you know, the more clubs that do follow that uh, that framework that that West have done, like we get brothers doing that. Mm. East could do that as well. They've got so much land well, and, there too. And, and but they, but they probably go away from commercial and maybe go resi stuff yeah, along could, that road, could, right? Could be, could be. They they <clears> may have to sacrifice, you know, one field. Yeah. To uh, you know, to, to do something, whether it's the aged care or whether it's built to rent or, you know, student accommodation if you're in the right area. I mean, there's there are so many different yeah. schemes out there that can be explored. But if you had a national strategy with national stakeholders in yeah, terms yeah. of funding and you know consultants and whatnot that, and and a, a a governing body that was sort of like we'll put some of our nuts on the line with yeah, this, yeah. not a lot because we can't afford to put all like both nuts on the line. We'll go guarantee. Yeah, we'll give you like a quarter. We'll guarantee a certain portion. Yep. Well, mate, that's scalable. Yeah, you know? and also that's something that clubs can go. Hey, this is our 
business plan and, yeah. and we've got the RA backing. Yep. Let's do it. Correct. Whereas now, right, right now, Sweet. I think it can be, it's probably really tough for a lot of clubs to sort of figure that out because... Where yeah, you start. Correct. You've well, got to... West had to go through the, the local councillors and they had Heritage to Heritage as well. And, and, oh, yeah. man. And, and whereas if, this, if there's a set framework, then... And it costs a lot of money to do these things. Yeah. So, you know, but not, not an insurmountable amount of money if Rugby Australia is taking some of the brunt of that and they're hiring... You know, they hire a, a group who are going to be looking after that nationally. To, to get the deposit, Wes had to um, not have Foxtel in their clubhouse for five years <laughs> leading up to it. Didn't change any uh, <laughs> light bulbs in the in the field. Remember when brothers used to charge that five dollar parking? Oh, Tried yeah. that for a red hot minute. Yeah, or, no, no, not five. It was five dollar <laughs> entry to get in, and it's like. Go fuck yourselves. Like, fuck you, bro. This is why we hate you. Yeah. Because I'm poor. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're not. But no, so mate, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm curious to what our listeners at home, or particularly you know, people with probably more of a financial or, or greater property background than I do. But uh, to me, that's the safest way to, to build something that could hopefully, you know, potentially replace Super Rugby one yeah. day. As much as I hate brothers, I am excited to see what they do with their, yeah. their field. Like you think about it, if you could get four teams out of Brisbane, four, yep. four, four out of Sydney and then a couple from Well, you've already got Canberra. Bond and UQ, right? Who but, this, just this, have this, but this is the thing. Like you, you'd, you'd have to be saying to Bond or UQ, you need to fund this to the tune of fucking three to four mil a year. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, we're rich. We're not that rich. Yeah. But it's the sort of exposure that, you know, yeah. if, if, if it's done properly, that's, yeah. that's national exposure. And if the competition... Really scales up, yeah. Well, yeah, and that's when the sponsorship comes in and whatnot. Members come in, which start to take away some of that cost. So, mate, it's 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 also probably the fairest way. In yeah, terms yeah, it's of not like who gets there's the money. Play. It's like no, no, but there's something tangible for the and club. sustainable. We need you, and then also to like saying congratulations, Jeeps. You're now having to fly, yeah, fucking blokes for the next twelve weeks across the country. It's like, oh, thanks. However, that sweet. Was, yeah. How who's how, how are we paying? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, well, you did it. It's like I don't want to qualify. You know, what I mean? like, yeah. But but some, some burn, clubs right? will beggar themselves to be part of it. Because oh, yeah, hundred percent. You, you imagine if you're not part of this, whatever this national club oh, comp you're looks, not in the top tier. It's right. Mate, you you are going to struggle to re- retain or well, attract players, yeah, yeah. the be- the best talent coming through yeah. who knew, who want the exposure. Yeah. So the fairest way is okay. How do we how do we like identify which clubs? Can stand on their own two feet. Love to see all those club blokes that are like, oh yeah, I'm fucking. And I'm, I'm, I'm this club yeah. till I die, and then it's like, oh yeah, they don't qualify for the next year. Like, oh yeah, see ya. Actually, <laughs> my my mum's aunt was born in <laughs> the western suburb. And I'm not saying it has to be shoot shielder. Like, if there's a subbies club, oh yeah, no, that that is that is fucking like like scaled yeah, for right, fucking like, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe not. We're just on. We're just on the phone. Future president. <laughs> He hasn't even nominated yet. Yeah. I think he's club captain this year, actually, which is pretty funny. Ah, uh, yuck. But yeah, Seems so, mate, legal. curious, curious to what our listeners at home think, curious to what fucking anyone thinks. We may put something on the socials about it. We'll see if, how J-Ball goes with the floods. He'll be sandbagging at the moment. He might have a bit of time, actually. Might have some time. <laughs> we'll put, oh, we'll, on his we'll, island. We'll, we'll try and flesh this out a little bit more, put something on the socials. And uh, curious, to, curious to see what everyone else thinks. So, am I barking up the wrong tree, or is there something there? Do we, do we need to write a letter to to P. War, P. Squire? War. What and is he good for? 
you know, do it, do getting it. rugby back on track. Whoop whoop. But yeah, so that's 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 my take, Dars. I blacked. I honestly did you learn? Did you learn something? Um, Nasdaq, <laughs> Forex, <laughs> yeah. but not the beer. Fortune five hundred. Oh man. Um, yeah, yeah, I wish. Yeah. Right. Or yeah, something. Yeah. Something. 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 Like, like we're gonna do it. Like, okay, do what? Yeah. But hey, let's be positive. Yep. I would like that to happen. Well, speaking of positivity, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Are we about to put the mocker on a tee? Not putting the mocker on no, it, mate. No, because last week... No, mate. Red, about the mate, the Reds are solid, mate. The Reds are solid. You've just stuffed them. No, mate. They're solid. They've turned a profit. They've got a new a new head coach who's fucking, from what I can tell, doing fucking fantastic things in terms of changing the way they're going to attack and play the game. Yep. Um, I think Les Kiss is fucking... Everything I saw in the Challenger series and against... Um, and when they played Panasonic said to me that, okay, this... This guy gets it. He fucking gets it. Like, in terms of how to utilise... What does Dick Marks think about it? <laughs> we'll have to ask. But you, you, you will have to call him. Get him to call in. In Dick Marks and... Uh, oh, fuck. Anyway, you go. Yeah. So, I, I, I think he's going to do a fantastic job. I think he's going to get the best out of some of the players in our roster who have not necessarily... Um, had the best run under Thorne because I mean Brad Thorne did a lot of good things but one of the problems with his tenure for mine was we, we never really looked that good in attack um, mate we were tough yeah. you know when at we, heart we, yeah, tough it, it, it's like it's like your, your dad coaching your team it's like oh, oh come on boy like everyone wanted to do it for him I, I just I just don't think he had the next level no, of skills no, announced, I, which, which isn't a knock against him because he's, he's a tough grafter kind of guy and sometimes you just need that bit of polish, and and he instilled some really good things. Oh, in big the times like that, but none of his teams really knew how to unlock, um, you uh, know, creativity and like flair it, it, it for was me. there yeah. in parts, but it was individual. Like it's James, it was James O'Connor running the cutter, and then um, if he had an off game, well, None it though. just went. It just it just wasn't there. And and you know, I look you look at guys like Pataro and Vunivalu and. You know, other guys out wide, it it all it, it often felt like they weren't being utilized yeah, properly. Yeah. So I, I everything I've seen from Kiss says to me that he is going to do that, and I am fucking excited to uh, to see how the Reds go this year. More excited than I've been since fuck we you know got touched up by the Crusaders after we won that Super Rugby AU. That was fantastic, but <laughs> that, that was a good run. Then fucking uh, brought down, oh, the- <laughs> brought back to earth big time. So. Let's have a look at who are the outs for the Reds this year. So, Big Francis from Souths. Uh, Taniela Tupo, bit of a loss there. Dane Zanders going overseas to LMR, from what I understand. Oh, is that, is that a little, little bit of scoop from you? No, I don't think it's a scoop. Oh, okay. Uh, so, Luke Jones has retired. Um, that he never, he never, I don't think he even got on the field for the Reds, poor bastard. Yeah. Neck issue. Uh, Lepetti, big, big Pets, has gone over to the... Out of the force and doing great things on the socials over there. Fucking love that from your pets. That's good content. But the the force and Melbourne, they're that relaxed kind of a thing, and they yeah, jump on the socials, yeah, do well, something funny, bit of character. Well, the force are having a crack, and they they fucking there's a fair few misses. There. A lot of misses. Yeah, a lot of misses. You're like, but what is this? They're trying something. Yeah, yeah. There. So and then uh, Wilson Blythe doesn't appear to be with the Reds anymore. Oh. Angus's younger brother. Yep. Which is a surprise given his age. He's only young, but um. And then the next one as well, Keenan uh, from West. He's uh, he's no longer 
in the squad, from what I understand. So um, good for West. Dokapaludo. Kakipulo, yep. Yep. So good for West, but I'm sure Keenan will He's get picked six, up somewhere. Seven? Six eight. Six eight, yeah. Six yep. eight. Yep. Really talented footballer. So yep. I'm sure he'll get a home somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it doesn't appear to me that Spencer Jeans is in the squad anymore. I think Louis Wurchin's taken his spot. So right, right. and then uh, Big Lipo, who we obviously discussed, has gone down to the Rebels. So uh, obviously the, the big ones there are well, Tupo, uh, Jones and Lipo. I still don't understand letting Lipo go, right? Yeah, I also, like, I, I also th- think that um, one was a bit of a shock to me. But well, I, I think part of, you look at you look at um, the rebels' um, issues with debt at the moment in Queensland, turning a profit, and you go, well, that's probably part of it. <laughs> <laughs> that may have had something to do with it. We'll get more good players. Like it's expensive. <laughs> nah, we'll be fine. So yeah, I think there's an element, that, and just to go back, there's obviously an element of rugby Australia not following through on. Funding, but the rebels have also been pretty aggressive in terms yeah, of yeah. bringing players. This there. Year, yeah, but you know, if if you don't do that, how how the fuck are you going to win? You then get your player squad gets worse, and no, you know, you partic- lose money anyway. Particularly if you don't have the same local pathway that you know the Reds have and the Waratahs have. Yeah. Um, anyway, so let's look at the ins. Alex Hodgman, Jeffrey Tumanga, Allen, F- Massimo Delutas, fucking love that. From this, the boys. This is when Jay was like, oh, they play one test. <laughs> Mate, they're fucking three good front rowers. Two two at the other... Like, so you've got Alex Hodgman who qualifies for Australia. He's sort of... And I think he's in his late 20s. So, they, mate, he, he is a realistic wallaby loose head. Yeah. Mate, he, he, he is straight into the mix there, in my view, have, watching him play gotcha. the last few years. Great fucking signing. Tamang Allen, he's in his... Early thirties on the other end of the spectrum, but yeah, when but you've got um, you can't need that Nolo, who originally up until about mid last year, everyone was like, "Oh, he's good for his age. He's a good young prop." And then he just went, "Gosh, yep." And I feel, yeah, you know, and the he, Wallowies he, was probably a bit soon for him, but that's fine. Yep. He'll be so much better for the yeah, experience. Yeah. So, one hundred percent, you've got a you've got a good young bull and a good older bull there. Yep. And then you've got, um, and if you think about Massimo Deludis, man, he's the best young tight end in the country. Killed it, killed it at the under twenties last year. Yep. You know, so he's a great getting him back from the Brumbies is a great fucking signing. Yep. You know, long term there, and him and Nongor, if they stay fitting with the Reds, mate, that will be a great one-two punch. That yep. is a potential Wallaby one-two punch, the same way the Crusaders have an international one. You know. Yep. Yep. Sorry. Three and fucking eighteen or whatever, it, or three and nineteen punch. Yep, eighteen. Fuck, I can't remember. Man, it's getting hot in Same here. Same right? shit. It is getting hot in here. So, <laughs> mate, good fucking signings. I don't care what anyone says about fucking taking opportunities away from Australian or Australian players. That's bullshit. That's great. Geez, we, we freed up some cash though, didn't we? Well, well, mate, I think we're spending a bit more now that we've now that and, the books are better, and we're brooding young talent too. Correct, and, mate. And it's not as big of a loss. Losing uh, Nella, obviously it's giant loss, but we do have we've, cu- we've covered well there, yeah. mate. This was this yep. was smart signings, mate. Yeah, These right. those are three smart signings. Max Craig come up from Academy. Cormac Daly, the one we spoke about last year, has come up from Randwick, the big Irishman. Yep. I think he's going to have a fucking killer season. I think he's going to fucking force his way into the starting team sooner rather than later. Are any of these guys going to play for like North or something? Yes. That guy. Jeffrey Tumunga Allen, and and I don't know about Daly, but um, Tumunga Allen is for Norse. There you go. Yeah, mate. I, 
Like, I wouldn't get... be surprised if someone like Cormac Daly, you know, the Red, the Reds say to him, play at North or Sunnybank. Yep. Um, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all. So then you've got Tane Riori's come up from Academy. Joe uh, Bryle, who was uh, a New South Welshman, I'm pretty sure, went to the Crusaders, played a bit of NPC, but was part of their Academy and has come back looking for a crack in Australia. Exciting signing. Um, particularly when you combine that with John Bryant as well from Souths, who mm-hmm. has been playing some great fucking footy over the last 12, 18 months. Yep. <coughs> There's a real future there you know, in those two. Uh, in the back row, um, Louis Wurchin has been promoted. Harry McLaughlin Phillips has been promoted, who we fucking love. Uh, Taj Annan has been promoted. And, and this is the one thing with this Red Squad is it looks to me like it's got a few of the you know academy guys, just not 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 just the... Um, the full-time squad. So um, yeah. you've got your Frankie Goldsborough straight out of Churchy and then Tim Ryan, who killed it for brothers last year. So yeah. exciting young squad. I think the Reds are going to go fucking well. Yes, first year Yes, first year with Les Kiss. I'm fucking... I'm on board. I think they're going to go fucking well. I think they're going to give it a red-hot shake in terms of... Uh, they'll, I reckon they'll be up there. They'll be one of the two best Australian teams. Usually there's only like three that are going for it. Well, I'm going to say it's them. I'm going to say them and the Brumbies will be the, the best, uh, the two. I think, I think the Rebels had a chance, but this is going to be too destabilising what's happening for them. Yeah, yep. The Reds and the Brumbies for mine are going to uh, be the top two Australian teams. I think the Reds Shock, will... right? Jeez, <laughs> you're really... Well, mate, I, I think a lot of people wouldn't think the Reds are going to go as well they this year. They've seen the outs and gone, oh, yeah. Yeah, you lose, you lose Tupo, you lose Filippo... Um, James O'Connor's a year older. Yep. Uh, well, what you know, it's it's a new coach. It's going to take time for them Pretty to backs. Yeah, yeah. to bed in, um, mate. I think we're going to hit the round running. I'd, I'd, that's a gut feel, but I'm super bullish on the appointments, the squad, and the way we want to play. Gotcha. So, should we read out fucking what that uh, idiot Jabor, who he's excited for and whatnot? Yeah, yeah. What's he got here? So he, he is excited for Seru. Big Seru. Wrong. <laughs> no, I like that, to be honest. <sighs> Mate, Seru, Seru on the Barbars tour played a, a lot of open side flanker. Yeah. And killed it. When he's just allowed just to go do, and it's like, go do, yeah. he just... I just hate when people use him in the row. Yeah. Because he loses yeah, something yeah. in his game there. Yeah. You know, and that to me, like, if he's on the bench, a lot of the time he's on the bench covering the back row and second row because he, he's one of the few players that can do that. But which is sometimes to his detriment. But yeah. when he's on, yeah, and and for 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 mine, um, there, he, he's an eight. Well, I, I think he's six? a six or an eight. Yeah, it, he would be in my starting um, Reds team. Gotcha. Like, Wrongers would miss out for uh, for me, unfortunately. He'd be on the bench. And he covers all three positions of the back row, so it's good to have a guy like him on the bench and also leadership late in the game. Yeah. Um, but he, he would miss out to Seru for mine. Yeah, right. And it, initially, anyway. I'm, you know, and that probably be, uh, brings us to Jabor's other, who is going to struggle. He thinks wrongers uh, will struggle. So without him being there, I suspect he's of a similar mindset that wrongers may not be able to break into because that starting Seru team. Is He's going to kill it. Pushed so his way in. So wrong. With, w- without that coward we being disagree. here, we can't really we agree with him, him on it. Either. Yeah. Maybe we agree with him. Yeah. He's not here. So yeah, yeah. He can't. He, he can't. can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yep, yep. And uh, pressure is on Wilso. 
Mm. It's, pressure's always on Will Sowe. Yeah, I, I think he puts a lot of pressure on himself now because he's had that taste of Wallabies and it's been and he, uh, withheld from him put, now. He puts, he puts his hand up and goes, give me the fucking ball. Yeah. I want to show. And, and also... Again, he now has to crack into a, a new a new coach. Maybe yep. this coach, this Wallabies, or well, Red's coach. Yeah, but Wallabies coach will actually see. see the unfortunate thing about Wilso is the last two or three Wallabies coaches have never seen him as a number one option. So no. they the Wallabies are fucking lose, and then they go, "All right, we'll flick this guy. We'll, we'll rest three or four blokes. Bring Wilso on. We've got a weakened squad." Mm. And then we lose again, and it's like, oh, we'll so. But it's also and you're back it's a, down again. It's also, mate, he fucking kills it in Super Rugby each year. Yeah, I, I think the big, my big um, frustration is the way the Wallabies and the Reds, you know, under Thorn have often used him, which is just a battering ram up the middle. He's got skills, man. He's, mate, silk, he's, he's bro. so good in the wider that, channels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would love to see him play. You Center. know, oh, here you go, <laughs> centre. I'd love to see him at six for the Reds and Sarah at eight. And have Saru and Cormac Daly, because Cormac, the addition of Cormac Daly is great, because from what I can tell from watching Randwick, um, he's really good, uh, makes really good metres up the middle of the park. Just trucking? Yep, runs, oh, runs really good lines, smart lines, and, mate, he's, just, he's, he's a good ball runner, which, you know, the Reds haven't really had since Lucan in the row. Yep. So I, I think his addition would allow, potentially allow Wilso to play a bit wider, which is where I think his best footy is played. Um, but so yeah, I'm. I don't. I'm not. I. I don't think the pressure is really on Wilso, other than the pressure he puts on himself. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Jay's wrong again. Yeah, let's go with Jay's wrong. Yeah, Darcy, talk to me. Who are you excited for? Excited for. I want to. Oh, I was torn between Tom Liner season two. Yep. I just. Yep. Maybe actually pressure's on Tom Miner. There you go. Because <laughs> I, season two, everyone's like, okay, season one's out, go. Mm. And he, they, they, they kept resisting. They, they kept like, going on. the idea with the young 10 is like, you just got to keep him on. Yep. Let him figure it out. Like, well, SEO, you just had to figure it out. And they just stuck with him and good or bad, but. Like what the Wallabies would start doing with Carter is they go, oh, it's getting a bit, that was a bad kick. Yep. Pull him off. And I think that's to his detriment. So, again, they'll probably start him, you know, hey, mate, you're going to be out 10 all year. Mm. And he just knows that if if he does have a, if he risks anything or tries something, like Marcus Smith, you have a bad game and you just know that someone's going to fucking pull your your jersey. But I, I hope new coach, so... Yeah, I think, we'll the, see, hey? I think the pressure's on all the tens, really. But I'll, I'll, I'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, the other one is, uh, who do you think is going to struggle at the Reds this year? I think it's going to be uh, James O'Connor. Yeah, that's interesting. That's think. interesting. <coughs> where, where do, you, where, where, do you think in terms of where he fits uh, in the team? Where he fits, where he thinks his role will be. And he'll be fighting like, you know, hold on, I'm the elder statesman. I should, but is that better for the team? And then also, then he'd be thinking about Wallaby stuff. And and so, I, do, right? I do understand because you look at there's there's a lot of younger tens there. You got Lawson Crichton who um, was playing pretty yeah. well for the filth. Then you got um, McLaughlin Phillips and Liner, two incredible talents coming through. Yeah. 
So 10's a bit of a log jam. Yeah. Then you've also in the centres, you've got Hunter Paisami, yeah. Josh Fluke playing really good footy. Um, obviously, Jordi Pattaya can play 13. Yep. Uh, Zachy Henry will hopefully yeah, yeah. stay fit yep. and healthy and push for one of those centre spots. So oh, well, then I might go fullback and then you go... Does, got, does, he have the, does he have the pace for fullback anymore? Yeah, you got Campbell, you got Pattaya that yeah. might want to drop back there. And so, like, so where does he fit in the team? I understand that. Where does, yeah. Where's the best spot for O'Connor in this team? Is it starting? Is it on the bench? In what position? So, yeah, yeah, I it, it will be an interest. It will be interesting to see how he's used this year. And I, I, I think him, him, him off the bench. I just don't think he. Um, Enjoys coming off the bench and just slotting into whatever. No, no. Although he, yeah. he, 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 he can do all those roles exceptionally well. I just don't think his impact on the game off the bench is quite as good as... I, I think he's used to starting now. Yeah. I, I, don't, yeah. I think he's used to, you know, understanding the tempo of the game early on and then deciding yeah. how he wants to involve himself. I still think... I think it was last year there was, I think, a game against the Force, or it might have been the year before, where he was at 10 and... It was just fucking beautiful rugby. Oh yeah, where just where he clicks when he clicks in a game and just fucking has the ball on a string. Yeah, at ten he can do some beautiful fucking things. You, you can't do that for the bench. You, yeah. Well, and you just don't. You don't. You haven't seen it enough from him in the last uh, two years. Yeah. So, yeah, good question. Where's he going to fit? So, who do you think? Uh, so that is uh, he's going to struggle. Who's the pressure on apart from O'Connor? Oh, the pressure was on. Um Tommy Liner. Oh, yeah, that's right. Fucking sorry, mate. This is why I don't host. I'm excited for Hunter Pice Army. Yes! There we go. Excited. Fact, that's what mate. I missed. He's, he's yeah. just going to just run some nuggety runs. And he's going to mince some people. Jamming it into the... I, I just want to see him back on the park, fully fit. Just yep. jamming blokes. Yep. And, and where, where, where do you see him? 12 or 13? 12. Yeah. Fluke 13. Yep. That's kind. Of, that's kind of what I see happening right. as well. Except I do. I won't be surprised if it's like kind of twelve and Hunter thirteen because Hunter's best footy. Yeah, you know, I think he's got all. I think he's got all the potential in the world to be a really good twelve. But I, I don't think his best footy has been at thirteen. Him concentrating. Oh, I could be doing a grubber here. It's like shut the fuck up. Play yeah. thirteen. Just in and jam. Blokes. Correct, mate. When he when and he get when off he a shoulder in yeah, attack. Yeah, yeah. When he when he fucking nails. You know when he nails the brief as to fucking who who to hit. And it's game changing. Yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if O'Connor's not at ten; he'll be at twelve initially, with yep. Hunter at thirteen. But Fluke, Fluke is a fucking real, yeah. real, uh, real deal. Well, he's he's just so reliable, you know. And yeah, yeah in that challenge, I think it was the Panasonic game. There was one moment where um, I think it was McLaughlin Phillips hit uh, hit Fluke. Um, on a wide pass uh, cutout, and Fluke was fucking good enough to just get enough on it while getting smashed in the tackle to put the winger into space. Yeah. It was just a little touch. Yeah, yeah. That is just you know the hallmark of a really smart thirteen. You know who's who's just an he's an enabler. You know, yeah. Fluke, Fluke is a real enabler in terms of the players around him with the right game plan. He's a guy that will get the ball into the hands of your Pattaya, your Vinavalu, your Campbells out wide. Yeah. And your Greelies as well, who, yeah, which I'll which jump into now. Oh. So, who am I excited for? Let's do excited for because of that. Matt Greely. Now, I think he's getting to the point where he's going to start pushing for a role somewhere. Yep. You know, in that back three. You know, we, a lot of that will depend on where they see Geordie Pattaya playing because, um, you know, 
Vunavalu's one wing. Pattaya's either fullback or wing. Jock Campbell. I think Greeley might start because Greeley's shown to me that he's a, he can be a real beneficiary of the way that Les Kiss wants to play. Man, Greeley's oh, okay. a finisher. Yep. I think when Greeley gets put into fullback or a decision making role, he kind of loses. Um, I guess what makes him a good player when he fucking just has a crack, tries to burn people. Yep. Fifty percent of the time, it works. Gotcha. Like he's he's zippy. Little he's sex panther. He, yeah, a little sex panther. Hundred yep. percent. So um, he is someone I'm excited for for him to get some opportunity this year. Yep. Um, I won't. There's a lot of other players I'm excited for, but I've touched on some of them already. But let's more importantly, let's go to who I think will struggle this year. Now it is going to be one of for mine, mm-hmm. Angus Blythe or Ryan Smith. It is it struggling because one of them won't be. I suspect one will fall by the wayside. Gotcha. And I, I, if I were the Reds with a bit of extra money in my pocket. One of the areas I would be looking in is uh, a second row. I would be I would be looking for someone to run the line out, um, like run it, like because you got Ryan Smith, he's, he's a great kind of like north south second yeah, row. Yeah. Angus like, Blythe's a bit of the same, stuff. but you know has, has got a few penalties in him. Yep. Um, Cormac Daly is the running option that they've needed. You're from the right? Yeah, mate, big fan, yeah, big okay. fan. I'm gathering it. So, so I think uh, one of those two has this year to prove that. Uh, well, it, it, and this is an assumption on my part. I would be thinking that the Reds are still looking for uh, to bring in a second rower if they can't develop one. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I fuck. I, I would love to think that they're trying to find a way to bring Harry Hawkins home. I know we'll be getting paid a mozza over in Japan, but. Hopefully there's something in that bloke who thinks, well, I want to come back to Australia it. and have a run at the Wallabies. Let's just start negging him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You can do that in Japanese top league. You won't fucking yeah, do yeah. it. Yeah. You won't play for Wes. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Reds. But, um, and then... Okay, yeah, yep. So, and then who's, who do I think the pressure is on? I think the pressure uh, is on all the tens. Yeah. All the tens, mate. That... And but particularly, particularly Lawson Crichton. Gotcha. So he's had some great form in club footy, and he's played some good games for the Reds. Yeah, yeah. But mate, McLaughlin Phillips and Liner are banging on the door. And if O'Connor finds, you know, that mojo that he, you know, that he that he has, yeah, mate Lawson, the pressure will be on Lawson to retain his spot going forward. A spot. Yeah, yeah spot yeah. in the squad. Yeah, hundred percent. He needs to, if he gets an opportunity, whether it's early or late in the season, he needs to fucking nail the brief. Gotcha. The pressure will be on him in particular, but the pressure will be on all the tens. Less so, less so on McLaughlin Phillips and Liner because they're so young. What about the National Club Championship game, Brothers versus Randwick? Well, mate, that would be a great place for him to start yeah, in terms yeah. of having a ripper season. Yep. But I think that's actually, I think the Super Rugby season starts, as well. Yeah. Well, yeah, actually, it's yeah. in March, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, I, I think pressure's on him, all the tens, but particularly him. Gotcha. Pressure's on the Reds too, right? Pressure's on the Reds, man. It always is, it, though. It always is. That's super rugby. It's a short season. You don't, get a, you don't get a slow start. It's part of the frustration with super rugby is that it's fucking such a short well, season. Speaking of short, well, it's the first trial game. Yeah. Is this Saturday, Reds yep. versus Force at Ballymore, at Ballymore, 3 p.m. Bring your gumboots. <laughs> right? It could be a bit wet. Could be wet. Um, the but that's a really interesting matchup because the force who we'll probably cover next there week. There we go. So I was kind of like so cover up. them next week. Yep. Um, and also, well, the, the Tars played the Rebels um, 
But I don't think either of these games are going to be streamed or televised, so we'll only really get to see... Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to try and make my way to Ballymore. But the do, four, the do you know what I'm doing this year? What are you doing this year, mate? Boycotting Suncorp. Oh, yeah. Mate, we got use it or lose it, right? That's really interesting, you, Darcy. I don't think that helps. Use it or lose it. We got Ballymore. Yeah, I don't it. think that helps, nah. mate. I think you boycotting actually I'm fucking like, hurts hurts the Reds and hurts the QI um, more than your misguided attempt at fucking getting them back to Ballymore. To be fair, probably not let it go, Suncorp, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> because the cat goes right there. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah, hard it's, going yeah. past it. Hey, it's a gateway stadium, you know? It is, right? Just, 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 right? You go to Suncorp and then you go... I'll just have a couple at the cat gun. The next thing you know, it's What's fucking one a.m. You've got going? heartburn from all the fucking. What's uh, this eight hundred dollar charge at Jim's Green <laughs> Green Waste Recycling Place on Cat Petrie Terrace? You're like, huh? What? What? Jim? The, the ATM? <laughs> Jim? Never didn't know the guy. Um, <laughs> mate, that uh, that should be a good game. So yeah, do you want to review the let's review the force next week? Yep, pre- review pretty little review preview. We didn't really do much of a review of the Reds um, because I don't care, mate. I'm fucking excited for the new season. That's in the past, mate. Reviews for fucking schmucks. We're all about the preview. We're all about getting behind the Reds. They're gonna go fucking well this year. They are. Let's finish on that, man. That's good. Oh, that's on. good. What I'm gonna do is just quickly, just we'll just say goodbye to Jay. <laughs> He's not going to answer because he's probably backfilling sandbags, <laughs> right? Being a hero. All right, well, that's... Um, I think that's if, how we'll if, leave it. If he answers, just hang up on him straight away. Oh, yeah, good one. What, what, what do you think he's doing? He's like, Ray, take cover, <laughs> right? Women and children first. Get down. Where's my medication? <laughs> Wait, does this bloke not have an answer? Yo, yo, ma. All right, that that, that, just, that, that just about does it for the episode. Thanks for joining us, Jay Ball. That's been uh, you've had another great episode of Pillar to Post. Perhaps you can't. <laughs> <laughs> just hung up on him. On that, yeah, no, that was thanks, good. one. Thanks, yeah. thanks, Blanching. Next See you next week. week. Next week, hey.